All right, hello, and welcome to the first episode of WCAT Chats. I'm Alex Carr. I'm Paul Ruth. And I'm Nathan Raju. And how are you guys feeling today? Pretty good. Braves won, and everything else has been going pretty well. Yeah, I'm pretty excited, guys. I'd love to be here with you guys, talk about Westminster, talk about everything about our lovely school. Yeah, I'm excited for this. Uh, Palmer, do you mind giving some more details on, on about this podcast? Of course. So this show will basically go over Westminster sports that are going on, as well as we'll try to do as many interviews as possible with alumni or even local celebrities, trying to get figure out how they did what they did and just to get more insight into those fields. Yeah, and uh, Nitin, can you uh, tell us when this podcast will be aired? Yeah, so we're actually right here a Wednesday before a late start, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., filming this for you guys, and we'll probably get it out to you guys as soon as possible, whether that's Wednesday after school or Thursday or Friday. So stay tuned, turn on notifications, so you guys can know when we go live, and you guys can join in. All right, we got that all squared away. Now let's turn it to football, Westminster football. I mean, varsity, they've been doing I. I guess. Yeah. I mean, uh, Chartrand and Ezard had great games last game. Actually, Henry Chartrand won the Otters Player of the Week with, I think he had like 106 reception yards last week. Especially that large breakaway touchdown to kind of oh, seal, yeah. the, seal the game to, yeah. towards the end. Yeah, massive. And then also Quentin Ezard had a huge interception early in the game, which yeah. helped them get that massive lead. Um, and also, JV football is undefeated currently. They're 3-0-1. I mean, they've been pretty dominant. Michael Buhay at quarterback, Jonah Franco behind him at tailback. I mean, everything's going great for them. Yeah, especially, you know, guys like Nathan Curran really have been doing a great job, you know, setting up those blocks for Franco. And, you know, that's really helped them have a dominant run offense so far. Yeah, so the JV team is led by Michael Buhay, as Alex said. He's actually kind of a dual-threat quarterback. He's several rushing touchdowns. So it's kind of, you know, unique to see a kind of player like that. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. And we've seen a couple times Michael Buhay able to find his wide receivers, like Houston Greg Nanny and Mason Tice. And I'm excited to see what they can do in the future, especially with the speed that they've got and the size. I'm excited to see what happens. Especially, it'll be interesting if they can finish out the rest of the season undefeated. They have some tough games coming up. But, you know, I think they can get it done. Yeah. Uh, I also think uh, a huge prospect for them is going to be Cooper Witness. He has an absolute boot, and Lord knows what will happen in the future as he becomes maybe the next Harrison Butker. Maybe. The Westminster future is looking really bright on the football side of things. Yeah, it is. Uh, now we'll turn over to softball, where there are 8-9, and nine, but what matters is they're 3-0 and oh in region play. And they've had some very great offense production in the past week with a home run by Grace Caradillo. Yeah, their offense has been carried so far this year by C.C. Schrader, as well as Grace, as you mentioned earlier, uh, and um, senior Quinn Schaefer at shortstop. But they've also had elite pitching with Helen Slauson and Adelaide Banks. Yeah, Helen's been the workhorse, pitching lots of innings. But, I mean, like, from that arm angle, right, you can definitely pitch a lot more innings than you can in baseball. So seeing someone pitch seven innings a whole game, 130 pitchers is quite cool. Yeah, I was looking at the game changer, and it was completely shocking when I saw that she pitched, like, <laughs> three games in a week of seven pitches, seven innings, and yeah. I was, like, completely shocked. Then I realized, I mean, with the um, arm movement of softball, mm -hmm. it's less strain on the shoulder, so that does make a little bit more sense. Yeah, the, um, the softball team has been great. I mean, they've had a ton of – uh, freshman production, like McKenna Beckers, who has been a great catcher for them. I mean, the team's just full of great pro prospects. I mean, to have a freshman starting behind the dish on varsity is pretty cool. I mean, like, the catcher catching position is pretty vital 
to the success of a team. And to have a freshman, you know, producing at that level is really fun. Oh, yeah. All right. That's it for softball. Now turning over to cross country. We all know the story. Boys and girls, Westminster cross country is always great. And they're still doing that to now. The boys cross country team has been very dominant. You guys have anything to add? Yeah, well, they've been led by Joseph and Jacob Jaquo, and, as well as Captain Sam Moss, and they've just been running real fast. And they're really looking forward to their meet at Wingfoot next fr Friday. Yeah, and every time we create the sports report for the football games, remember to tune into those, we always see the same three or four guys at the top of the leaderboard every single week. So to see that kind of consistency from sophomores, juniors, it kind of just shows you the future that the Westminster program has in cross country. Yeah, I have not seen Joseph Jaco finish outside of the top three once in the 5K. It is unreal how talented these guys are. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. And what they're able to do off of the track or whatever they run on the trail, <laughs> like in school, it's they're all really smart guys, and it's just a lot of fun to see them succeed like this. Student athletes. Yeah, definitely the definition. They cover both aspects, student and athlete. Yeah, and the girls now just had a successful race at Carrollton with multiple PRs from their runners. I mean, they had like seven, yeah. I believe, which is incredible to see, which means they're all just improving a ton. And they have that uh, race at Wingfoot that they're all really excited for. It's going to be a night race, so they just get to have some music run together. That's where memories are made. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Do they play music for those? Yeah. Really? That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and at yeah. night, too, kind of be like yeah. with the lights, and like neon kind of lights. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sick for baseball. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for Westminster Sports. But now we have a little segment on the professional athletes that have come from Westminster. Palmer, take it away. All righty. Starting off, Will Benson, class of 2016. He was drafted first overall pick. Six, or sorry, first round 16th pick by the Cleveland Indians at the time, now that the Guardians. And he finally made his much-anticipated MLB debut this year. And, you know, he's really just been a great, uh, consistent guy at the plate. And he just, in the field, he's spectacular. He's already had multiple home run robberies in his short MLB career, as well as he's in the 95th percentile for speed. So he's just getting it done day in, day out. Even if he isn't exactly the best bat, he's still a very valuable team of that team trying to make a playoff push. Yeah, I mean, they've been using him as a pinch runner and a defensive replacement. I mean, that's always vital. And you're going to see him a ton next year and the years after as he's just going to continue to grow as he's only a rookie now. And I remember uh, Will Benson from when I was very little. My mm -hmm. brother got to bat boy for him, actually, which is really special. And he always has – he actually has a ball signed by Will Benson, and he actually still keeps it by his bed to this day. Speaking about Will Benson, Will Benson came out to our practices last year oh, yeah. for baseball. He kind of gave us some insight into being an outfielder, which was quite cool to soak in all that information coming from that kind of player. And then he also hit on the field, and he was hitting moonshots. Yes. It was so much fun to watch. He hit so many to the creek. It was wild. All right. Now we'll turn over to the gridiron. I'm talking about Harrison Butker, the butt kicker, as his nickname is. He's a stud. We all know that. He went to Georgia Tech for college. And in high school at Westminster, he set the school record for the longest field goal of 53 yards, which is even impressive on the NFL level. So initially out of Georgia Tech, he got drafted by the Panthers and was signed to a big contract. Unfortunately, he got waived, but he was picked up by the Chiefs. Later on, went to win the Super Bowl, and that's always fun to do. <coughs> and also... 
A fun fact, he has the second highest made field goal percentage in NFL history of 90.1, and he's trailing only Justin Tucker. Unfortunately, he's out with an ankle sprain right now, but he's looking to return in 10 to 12 days. And uh, yeah, Harrison yeah, Butker. He's obviously had a great career. Even at Georgia Tech, he's still the leading all-time scorer there. And then obviously he kind of had a bit of a not, not great go with the Panthers and training camp. I think he missed like one or two in preseason, but that just set him up to be at the perfect place for him in Kansas City with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, and he has just been phenomenal there. Yeah, he got really lucky with the uh, injury of Cairo Santos. He gave him the opportunity, and he took it, and he's keep on running to this day. That stat, though, really came, uh, spoke to me. 90.1% trailing only Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker is considered the GOAT of kicking right now, and you're trailing the GOAT at yeah. You're in good company. Yeah, I know. Justin Tucker hit the world record longest field goal last year. 66 yards. Yeah, yeah it was really impressive to watch. All right, Nitton. Yeah, so the next guy, another special team specialist, Blake Gillikin, class of 2016. He signed on with the Panthers in 2020 uh, after his years at Westminster, including a 2015 state championship. He went on to punt, punt at Penn State, and he started all four years on, on the team. Yeah. Wow. He averaged 42.2 yards per punt, and then after his career, he was signed on to the New Orleans Saints as an undrafted free agent. He played in all 17 games in 2021, including winning an NFC Special Teams Player of the Month in that span. He averaged 47.7 yards and had a long of 63. So, I mean, he's punting the ball. I mean, we've seen a lot of <laughs> special team players been coming out of Westminster. I mean, especially with Alex Paqueta also going to Penn State. Hey, are we? Is it time to call us kicker U? Yeah, I mean Westminster is kicker U. I mean you've seen it time and time again. If you can catch kind of a theme here, Westminster's main source of football production <laughs> is by their special teams, namely kickers and punters, like Alex Baquetta, Blake Gillikin, Harrison Butker, and as we talked about, we have some great kickers right here, right now. We got Josh Brockman, Cooper Widness, every single one of them. It's great. All right. Now we'll turn to the cats in college currently. Now we've got a ton of cats. Last year alone, we had what, like twenty-one? Yeah, twenty-one people committed last year. Yep. Yeah, and a lot looking to commit this year as well, including your brother. Yeah, including my brother. I'm really excited for that. Uh, hopefully, he gets to go to his one of his favorite schools, which I'm excited for for baseball, and he gets to go with one of his friends as well, which is great to see. But. You want to? You guys want to go over like who's committed or like the seniors from last year oh, yeah. and where some of them are yeah, today? I got it pulled up. Yeah, so you will start out with swimming. Swimming has kind of been a powerhouse for the past couple of years with several state championships. We have Gigi Johnson, Savin Shaw, Mila Clayton, Charlie Bulwark, and Annie Jardina. Palmer, I know you're a swim cat. Uh, from your it's experience, not a swim cat. It's catfish, a catfish. Catfish. I apologize for that. Uh, <laughs> for your first hint experience, I know you've talked to a lot of these people. Kind of what vibes do you get from them? Yeah, you know, you just see they come in every day. They put their head down and they get the work done. You know, they're not going to be – they they still have a good time, but they're there to get better. And, you know, that's just really impressive to see. Even if they had a tough day at school, you know, they know what they have to get done to compete at the levels. And, yeah, and Westminster's had a great program, especially with Coach um, – uh, why can't I think of her name? This bad. Sharon Lochran. And she's done a great job after coming over from Walton in 2017. We've won five straight state championships. 
and you know we've just been a powerhouse in the one through five a swimming. I mean Stanford and Harvard for swimming. That's crazy. So not only on the athletic side but the academic sides also. So really buying into that student athlete. Oh yeah, I mean <coughs> the Wildcats are normally going to commit to a great college. We've seen this with multiple sports like soccer. We got Alex Lee, Henley Tippins, and Edward Rendell all going to great colleges. I mean, the Cats in colleges, it's great looking this year. We got in football, Holden stays. Unfortunately, he's injured, but looking to make an impact next year at Notre Dame. Alex Paquetta and Brooke Platford, who goes to uh, Georgia. Georgia, yeah. Huh. All right. Alex Paquetta <laughs> injured, though, uh, in practice. But, like, as we mentioned, he's one of the best special teams players out there. So we'll see kind of the impact he can make after coming back from injury. And then on the cross-country side, Matthew Fernando, who was one of the elite runners from Westminster last year and for the few years, went, is at Penn right now. So, again, academics and athletics standing out in all those sports at Westminster. Brooks Platford's actually going to Elon as a uh, lineman. That's my bad. All good. But it's fine. But Jacob okay. Fleming was, is going to Georgia as well as Denton Schenberger. Yeah. All right. And on the baseball side, we have William May last year committing to Rhodes. William May is kind of a it's kind of a special pitcher, you know. Yeah, he's got Spunky. that little submarine action going on. Yeah. He's a great reliever. You put him in those late innings when you got some runners on, you're in a little bit of a pickle. You put him in, he gets some ground balls, and you're all mm -hmm. set. Same with Sam Flynn. He also throws from down here, also goes to Rhodes. He's going into his sophomore year this year. Um, looking for great things from him as well. And William, William Lybrook. Harvard guy, another Harvard guy. Westminster legend. I mean, William Lybrook's one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Uh, actually, at my uh, baseball tryout, William Lybrook was there. Gave yeah, me same, some advice. Same for me, me uh, yeah. Gave me um, a good word to the coaches. It was all yeah. really nice. All right. Um, well, we also have some opportunities. We, Like Palmer mentioned at the beginning, we're trying to get some interviews out here. So we would like to interview Will Benson, Harrison Bucker, uh, Blake Gillikin, like we mentioned earlier about the Cats and the Pros, and then also people like who are making an impact in Atlanta and around the world. Uh, for example, Gordon Beckham. We've all seen him on Valley Sports as an anchor for the Braves. So, you know, trying to get these interviews so you guys can learn more about them and we can kind of show you guys what they're up to. Yeah, and going back to that interview, we're also trying to get, um, you know, obviously recent alumni who are currently collegiate athletes, you know, like some of the names you just mentioned or even some from previous years who are still getting it done at the collegiate level. We're also going to bring in some current students at Westminster. We're looking to get some football players, some softball players, some basketball players. Anyone really looking to have some fun, come down here, have a conversation, hit us up. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll get it done. We'll get you yeah. on the show. So we also want to have some fun here, right? So you guys let us know what you guys want to see, and we'll, we'll get it done for you guys. And we also want to talk about some cats in the spotlight. So not only student athletes, but also some alumni who have been making an impact. So, for example, we have Hannah Storm, who is a Sports Center host. Uh, Lisa Borders, who is the, who's a former WNBA president. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Carter Hawkins, who's the current GM of the Cubs. I know Palmer is really <laughs> into those uh, GM kind of roles in baseball. So I think Palmer would be really interested in that kind of interview. For oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, and then we also have some... Uh, students' parents. We know um, Augie Bunting, class of 2025, his father, Matt Bunting, actually works in Atlanta Hawks social media. I know we all saw Augie on the Hawks Instagram oh, a few yeah. years ago, dunking on everybody. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, 
Now do you guys want to talk about what's happening at the MLB level, the race for the NL East yes. title? What's going on? What's happening? Um, so currently Braves are one game back with, I want to say, we have 17 games left to play. And we have three games coming up versus the Mets, October 30th, 30, uh, 30th, um, sorry, September 30th, October 1st and 2nd. And those will most likely decide this season series that's been long fought throughout these past almost 162 games. Nitin, you have anything? Yeah, I mean, this race is going to be really tight. I feel that whoever wins this upcoming series is going to take the division. I know there are a lot of milestones also in the major league. I mean, I know Alex, on one hand, can talk about the Aaron Judge situation. <laughs> but uh, Pujols going for 600. Seven. 700. 700. And then... Judge go, trying to break 61. Yeah, I mean, Judge right now, last night, hit a monster home run, put him at 60, tying Babe Ruth as the Yankees' uh, home, home run holder. And now he's going for 61, which is Roger Maris's record, who set back in 1950s, I want to say. Yeah, so, 53, I want to say. Yeah, a ton of records looking to be broken. And I'm excited for everything that's going on in Atlanta right now. I mean, the baseball is great. The football, the Falcons, they are 0-2. But we've seen some glimpses. They, they, I mean, they've been some good games. For I sure. mean, last literally last weekend, we had the Rams versus the Falcons. Ram, the Falcons were down by 28-3. Yeah. And they hey, put it back. It was by a one score. So, hey, only four points. 28-3, hey, that's a comeback. I mean, the Falcons are known for blowing those kinds of leads, so. I mean, the Falcons are uh, tied for last in the division, but that does not matter. We have a bright future ahead of us. I'm really excited to see what Kyle Pitts, Marcus Mariota, Cordero Patterson. Yeah. Desmond Ritter. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hopefully future QB pretty soon here. Yeah. yeah. So Drake the, London. Drake London. Yeah, the next game coming up on September the 25th against the Seahawks at 425. So tune into that as well. Mm -hmm. So do we want to talk about upcoming events for football? So do you know – who are they playing tonight? Oh, this Friday. Uh, ooh, that's a good <laughs> question. <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, oh, Riverwood. Riverwood. That's who it is. Ooh. We're looking to yes. go over to the Raiders' turf and get the win. I've been told by a couple of Riverwood students that um, it'll be a good game. Yes. Hopefully, falls our way. Of course. Um, I'm excited to see what happens. I mean, we just came off a very hot win last week, as we said. Yep. Henry Chartrand, Quentin Ezard, John Collier all had great games. And are looking to build off of that going into next into this Friday. So stay tuned as the Wildcats go over and battle the Riverwood Raiders. You know where to watch it, NFHS. Tune in to see all your favorite WCAT commentators there. Yeah, especially oh, yeah. Alex right here. I know I always tune on just to see Alex and Calvin McBurney out there. So Who doesn't go on to see Calvin McBurney? Exactly. <laughs> so a crucial mistake. Yeah. Uh, it's always a fun time to watch. I mean, the announcers do a great job. Yep. Ryan, Aiden, Zach Hansen, they're all great. Make it a lot of fun to watch. And the production crew, they do a great job. Uh, Buckley Wiley, Fifo Klopek, Gideon. Shout out to you guys. Yeah, yeah. You guys do a great job. All right. Um, so do we want to do a little bit of a fun segment here with the guy we just mentioned? Buckley Wiley. Yeah. He is a sophomore that has been 16 for a year. <laughs> Don't ask questions. It's weird. All right. We I'm have a producer here, and I'm going to fight you. We have a WCAT <laughs> wheel that we're going to spin, and it has questions that we will answer 
and tell you it's about restaurants, favorite things to do in Atlanta. So, Buckley, take it away. Spin that wheel. Buckley, you want to, like, click it? Click it. Yeah, there we go. Let's go. I'm sure this is very entertaining to listen to. Oh, the question is, what is the best way pay restaurant? Buckley, you want to start us off? For those that are not in the know, WayPay stands for West Paces Ferry. Go, Buckley. <laughs> this is a difficult question. It's really going to have to come down to, uh, let's see. I really think that uh, Paris is a good one, but it might have to be Willie's from all the late night after sports. Paris you know, does not have a say. Paris does not count. I don't know. I, how, I don't know I if Paris counts. I think that's outside. I think of just. Of? I think it's outside. I, I think. Uh, it I has think. Fifo right is is Paris in Waypay? No. No. There we go. Right. Yep. We have I our think, answer for so Fifo. I'm gonna have to go with uh, Willie's. I mean, okay. There's just okay. nothing like it. I'm gonna have to make up for what just happened <laughs> on that mic. All right. <laughs> we all know where I'm going with this. Yep. It's a fan favorite. Yep. Everyone out there watching, if you don't know what this is. I apologize for the sound, so I would reduce I would recommend reducing your volume for this. It's gonna be <laughs> Don's McDonald's. Go to place, anything you need, drink, candy, not candy, uh, pastries, burgers, <laughs> nuggets. <laughs> Anything you want, they got it there. I mean, they got slushies, everything. You're making They're McDonald's sound place. like a gourmet restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's not. I mean, yeah. and don't try to get ice cream. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if it counts. Is that count in that? with? FIFO, get back in here. FIFO, now. FIFO. FIFO. All right, when FIFO comes it's in It's counted here. as West Pace's Way Perry. Paid. I don't know. I are we, are we it's going on Northside, though. Is it, though? It's on Northside. Come on. I don't think I don't think it's on Way It's like... A, a toss of a pebble. I think if we count Paris, we have to count McDonald's. FIFO, is McDonald's on WayPay? No. no. FIFO right. gives us our answer again. It, it doesn't count. Come on. Thank you. I think Blue Ridge Grill. Blue Ridge Grill. I, I like. Yep, I like Blue Ridge Grill. Because it is actually on. Okay, what's yeah. your... Who doesn't like Blue Ridge Grill? I'm talking about a place not, that you can go to yeah, day Blue in, day out. Chick-fil-A. And not... And not go broke. Bro. Chick-fil-A is on WayPay. Chick-fil-A yeah, Chick-fil-A is. counts. Yeah, okay, the only problem is for me... Chick-fil-A is great. Everyone knows that. But I've just gotten to the point where I've gone to Chick-fil-A oh, so, so many much. times. Come on. I've they got the new <coughs> things on the menu. Once you have something great for so long, you yeah, get a little bit bored exactly. of it. Chick-fil-A is no longer my favorite fried chicken uh, sandwich. I'm sorry, guys. I think I racked up about 1,000 Chick-fil-A points this week. That is wild. You, could, you didn't get any for us, though. He did not get any for us. And I got to say, the best chicken sandwich now goes to Popeyes. I mean, right, what's oh. your way about his beautiful? I will say the Popeyes chicken sandwich is pretty good. I had it one time in Louisiana. It was not that great, actually. Yeah, the weird thing is about Popeyes, it tastes like either God made it for you <laughs> or someone put it through a dumpster and then put it between two buns. So it's yeah. not too good. So you guys want to run it back another one so we can Wait, get another one? Wait, we all answered it. Yeah, what's your yeah, car? Back. What's yours? We don't have cars yet. I said Chick-fil-A. He, oh, did he? Yeah. Come well, on. I mean, you just got to be Chick-fil-A. All right. Yeah. Don. Mine, it's kind of a newcomer on the block. I'm going with Paula. Oh, that's pretty good. They have some amazing Not been gelato. There. They got good gelato. They got good pizza. They got good sandwiches. And, you know, the vibe in there. They're blasting Italian music. You got an Italian guy sometimes sitting in the back. He got a shirt with a lot of stains on it. You know, that's what makes me think it's good. And I love Antico, the sister restaurant. So I'm going Paula. I the got- WCAT crew has been enjoying Paula. Some of our late games. All right, I have a hot take. 
I believe that food that is made by like a restaurant that looks less tidy is always tastes better. I don't know what it is, but it's just like when it's sometimes. I'd say in some circumstances yeah, that, that could be true. Some circumstances, but I don't want to come, go to a dirty steak place. I'm talking like 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 gourmet like, food. I'm talking like burgers or Mexican. I feel like burgers you could find some like rundown place and they could have some really yeah good Mexican exactly. or like Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. Raju, what's yours? Hey, I gotta go Chick Fil A, Blue Ridge Grill. I had that a few nights ago. It was pretty good, you know. All right. Gotta go with that. Uh, Thank y'all for having me on. Buckley. Thank you, Buckley. Buckley. It's been an honor. Pleasure. You have said Peros, and I, <laughs> I'm hurt. To be honest. Yeah. They have some okay pizza, but okay. There's good options. Yeah. I mean, good options. Yeah, that's pizza. true. That's true. No. The problem with them is they put a little bit too much uh, pasta or pizza sauce on. Wow. Peros is a bottom five pizza place along with Mellow Mushroom. I have no Mellow Mushroom. I, good. I mean, oh. I do not like Mellow Mushroom. The the crust on Mellow Mushroom pizza is just it's sweet. above and beyond. It's sweet. Beautiful. I'm not eating cake. It I'm is eating an pizza. It's art. not cake. Come on. It's so sweet. The crust on a Mellow Mushroom pizza is an art. <laughs> okay. Next question. Are we doing another one? Let's yep. do another one. Alrighty. Should we get FIFO in to do one? Nah. Nah. Let's leave we, we, we got it. We got it. Alrighty, our next one is what is your um, sports Mount Rushmore? I gotta think about this. For this a one, second. this one's a mean. He's question. He's gonna go like Aaron Judge, Tom Brady, Julian Edelman, and like <laughs> Julian David Edelman, Ortiz. Aaron Judge, and David Ortiz are not gonna be on it. Okay, this is my sports Mount Rushmore, and now I'm not going by the greatest athlete of all time. I'm going by Grit. most monumental, the people that mean the most to everyone out there. Right? Yeah. Football. Who do you think I'm going to say? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. <laughs> Baseball. I, I know he's not the greatest player of Don't all time. Don't even think about I saying know judge. He's or a Jeter. negative If you defender, say Jeter. But oh, no. Derek if, Jeter no. meant so much to the world of baseball. He was an icon for generations. If, if you say he was Derek overrated. Jeter, he was overrated. Okay, sure, but that's what will happen when you're the shortstop of the New York Yankees. You're going to get overrated. No one overrated Didi Gregorius. He was bad. <laughs> uh, he wasn't bad. He just wasn't. No, Derek Jeter he was has no, no Derek Jeter. on a sports Mount Rushmore. Okay. Palmer, this is my sports Mount Rushmore. I'm not going by greatest <laughs> athletes of all time. I'm going by most monumental. The ones that meant the fair most enough, people. Fair enough. And along with that, I'm going for the basketball greatest of all time. And don't you dare say LeBron. Are you going to say Larry Bird? Because you're no. a Boston fan. Okay, good. Michael Jordan. Boom. Basketball goat. Defined a generation. And I'm thinking about it like this. He is the one, when you think 80s and 90s, you think yeah. Michael Jordan, right? He had an now, impact all over the world. Look, Yeah, exactly. LeBron's impact isn't as big because when you think of now, you have so many different players to choose from. It's not just LeBron. Back then, Michael Jordan, biggest name out there. Social media wasn't as big then. He was still rocking around the world. I mean, LeBron has got that same kind of impact, but the reach of social media has increased. So, I mean, technically, what about Michael Bronny? had a larger impact. Exactly. Now, I have one more name. On the sports Mount Rushmore, and it's going to be hard. I mean, baseball. There's no undisputed goat. I, I don't know who the baseball goat is. You know, you could go Wayne Gretzky, undisputed NHL goat of all time. Go Tiger but Woods. I don't know NHL. Okay. You could go Tiger Woods. You could go Serena Williams. I could go Serena Williams. I could go. You know what? You can go with Federer. I am gonna go with Roger Federer. Yes. The great man who just retired. I know he's not the greatest of all time. Okay. <laughs> I know he's not. 
But he meant so much to me as a little kid and to my family. Why? He Can was you my hero. Why? Uh, great tennis player. He was an absolute role model. At the start of his young career, he was actually – he acted up a ton. He got kicked out of some tournaments for arguing with the chair umpire, throwing his rackets – Yelling, what a great fighting, role model. Everything like that. But you can see how he just completely turned it around. One of the greatest people out there. You know, everyone knows him for his philanthropic ways. Big words. Thank you. And uh, I think so. Finally, Tom Brady, Derek Jeter, Michael Jordan, Roger Federer. I think I respect that. Yeah, that list is, I think, is pretty solid. I mean, I don't think I would change much except for a couple. Uh, Derek Jeter? No. Um, I would go with the GOAT. I want you guys to take some guesses here. Baseball goes. Hank Barry Aaron. Bonds. Hank Aaron's. Barry Bonds is on steroids, guys. Come yeah. on. Yeah, but think no. about it. No matter how strong you are, you got to barrel up a 95-mile-an-hour fastball. Yeah, I know, but it helps when you get 700 jammed. 700 and sometimes. And Hank Aaron did it o- only did it like 10 less times without steroids yeah. and in a less homer-friendly homer era. Do we think that home runs would have – how many home runs do we think that Barry Bonds would have got jammed on, jammed and then gone out, and then relative to Hank Aaron? I don't know what that means. What uh, if you get jammed <laughs> and you, he goes out? Okay, I think Uh-oh. that just looking at the – I think he was a 6'2", 230 player of Barry Bonds. <laughs> his frame wasn't – no, his frame was massive. He was huge. <laughs> he was but huge. But I'm saying this. If Aaron Judge – Stuck that little needle that Barry Bonds had. <laughs> he would be putting up 100-plus home runs this year. Because he plays in a in Little two, League park. Actually, if you look up on oh, no. Here uh, we go. fan oh, no. graphs or baseball reference. And you scroll I use down Baseball see, Savant. Baseball Savant, that's exactly what I'm talking about. If you <laughs> scroll down and see how many home runs per stadium Aaron Judd would hit, he actually has less in Yankee Stadium than he would in other stadiums. I'm not kidding. Actually, shortest homer of the year was in guaranteed rate field, one of the best-named stadiums in all of MLB. True. I don't know why it's guaranteed rate field. It's a crummy name. (laughs) Okay, I also have something to add. I went to an Orioles game, Camden Yards. Yep, I've been there. Beautiful ballpark. It's mid. My favorite place to go to. It's so No, it's mid. It's mid. The atmosphere around it's beautiful. Also, everyone's just happy there. It's just a young atmosphere. It's not young. The music playing is so much fun. I was there when they played the Yankees, saw the Yankees fans were being annoying and starting fights and, like, cussing out everyone, and they kept chanting MVP for Judge, and then when the Orioles got a homer, all the Orioles fans started chanting MVP for Jorge Mateo, and that was pretty funny. Jorge Mateo's a good young player. All right, Palmer, you didn't say your... He didn't finish it. He all said right, one so player. I'm going with true. Hank Aaron, Tom Brady's the undisputed GOAT. Yep. I agree with Michael Jordan as well, Good. but I'm going to have to go with Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, the impact he had on golf, his iconic red shirt. That's Just true, that's true. The sport of golf wouldn't be where it was today without Tiger Woods. I think this question's hard because exactly. there's so many different sports to yes. choose. Exactly. And that's also the there's challenge. different reasons to choose the exactly. players. Like, Nitten went for greatest, like, per point yes. record, things like yeah. that. Hey, but he could have gone for, for old for Haas Rathborn. Yeah. He had a 200-strikeout season back in 1886 yeah. and after pitching 523 innings. Dang, 523. Yeah. Yeah, that's... that's um, is, that, is that three or is that four? That's three. Dang. That's... Uh, One more. No, he gave four. No. Gave four, right? Brady, Aaron, Woods, and MJ. Oh, I didn't see Aaron, MJ. Here we I, go. We got Palmer's list now. So I share a lot... Come on, what, what type of... Are you saying greatest of all time as in, like... Goats? Meaning, I'm just... Record or, like... 
I don't know. You'll tell me once I t- say my name. All right. All right. All righty. We're going Hank Aaron. Okay. Obviously, what he did, in, as in Vin Scully's infamous or famous call back when he broke Babe Ruth's um, record and just, you know, showing the struggles that he went through playing as an African-American in the South. And I've read his book, all the death threats he would get. I mean, for him to be able to put up those numbers while being scared for his life on a nightly basis is just so impressive. Second, I got Tiger Woods as well. What he did for golf, that red shirt's famous, right? When you think of golf, I at least think of Tiger Woods. Then Tom Brady, I hate to say it, but he's, what he has done has been remarkable. And now this is where mine differs. You know, I'm a swimmer, so I'm going Michael Phelps. Yeah, I that, that that, that's, that's a good thing. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what we talked about earlier. I mean, the Michael Phelps, obviously, he's the greatest swimmer of all time. He's won, what, 177 gold medals in the Olympics? <laughs> something, something like or, that. Something around there. So, I mean, I can obviously see that. What, what's he's up to? Twenty-eight medals. That's twenty-three pretty. of them gold. That's actually that's insane. That's crazy if you think about it, though, because the Olympics aren't every Only year. Four years. They're every four years. Yeah, so in one person's lifetime, the max he can really do is three or four Olympics, and he's basically clearing yeah, out the competition. Pr- that I think, is twenty-three yeah. more gold medals than him, me, him, and all. Of hey, guys. that's twenty-three more than Tom Brady and Hank Aaron has. Oh, oh got no him there. Way. Well, yeah, that's true. Okay. I mean, Mount Rushmore, kind of a hard question, but I think we answered it pretty well. Yeah, I think yeah. we did. We, we each have we different had reasons. Tell us what you think your Mount Rushmore is going to be. I mean, it can go either way. Hopefully really. the comment section turned on. I don't know. WCAT sometimes turns it off. We'll figure it out. Make sure you put down Derek Jeter. No. No. Just the impact he No one cares that he's from Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo, New Jersey. Michigan. Yeah. Geography. Yes. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you guys for coming on. I mean, we had great a great a time today. Yeah, I mean, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. If you want to come on the show, hit us up. Or if you see us in the hallway, just let us know. Yeah. And see you all next Wednesday. See you. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you guys.